0: Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us, or catch past broadcasts, or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, welcome to the show this morning. Unfortunately, we do not have Pastor Phil with us, so... Jonathan, you're going to, you're the... I I have to step up. (laughs) I can't be my quiet self over here. You're the wise wise sage in residence, um, so you need to do double double duty today. So we're going to do a short series on how to study and understand the Scripture, your Bible. Um, So let's just start with this question. Let's say that I'm a brand new Christian or a Christian that hasn't been discipled on how to study the Bible on my own. Uh, can you guys give me some basics on how to approach the Bible, how to study it, how to understand it?
1: I think you want to 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 be reasonable in how you start. I think one of the biggest errors that people make is they they try to go from zero to sixty, and then they get overwhelmed and discouraged. And so, I would suggest that you start with something smaller and um, accessible, um, something that you can handle, and then build upon and. Sometimes people get crazy and say, "Oh, I haven't been doing a good job on on reading the Bible. I think my goal is I'm going to try to read the Bible every month in its entirety and and then they get discouraged and then re- think, "Oh, why bother? I can't do it." So, my first suggestion would just be start small mm-hmm. and and then build from from there. Okay? And I think uh, obviously, you know, that you need to read the Bible. Um
2: people will ask, you know, what translation they should read. The best translation is the one that they're going to read. There are a number of fine translations, whether it's the NIV, the ESV, New King James, uh, American Standard Bible. Um, Find one of those, uh, you know, maybe avoid some of the paraphrases. You might have a paraphrase around, but a paraphrase automatically goes into interpretation. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody's just trying to interpret for you, which is what maybe a good study bible will do and it it would be helpful maybe to have a good study bible like an ESV study bible or the Reformation study bible and you can you know as you read uh, there's those footnotes you have to remember that the footnotes aren't the bible mm-hmm. you know the, you know you know so but they are an aid to studying it and um, you know overall the important thing is is hearing you know hearing the word of god you know uh, it comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So you're, you know, the the goal of of that is to hear what is being uh, said there. You know, when it come, you know, when it comes to a relationship with God, you know, through His Word, you know, this is crucial for that healthy relationship. That's why you know the famous uh, passage in Deuteronomy was to Israel, "Hear, o Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one." You, we need to hear, listen. Uh, God calls us to. Hear him, mm-hmm. and you have to. So the the important thing there is recognizing that God is speaking through His Word. Yeah. this is
0: His communication to you. Prayer um, right. is, is our communication to Him, and His Word is His communication to us. Right.
2: Remember that it was it's written for you, but it's not written to you, and there's a big difference. You know, it's so you don't read everything is written exactly to you. You have to think about the people in their context, in their historical context. What was you know? So that's why a good study Bible is helpful because you can look and you can see well, who's the author to who was it written? Um, You know, what was the purpose of the writing? You get an overview of that as you go into that book, and then you begin to you're able to make those applications to yourself. You're Mm -hmm. you know so. And there's much more that we could say. I think that we should say much more about this. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I always, when we're beginning a Bible study, I try to go over what, how do we approach this? And then really an overview, how do we approach it? And then the nuts and bolts of what does it look like in practice? Mm -hmm. And what I tell um, those that I'm entering into a Bible study with is first is that when you study the Bible, like Jonathan was saying, first of all, it's a study about who God is. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it's not first and foremost about me, it's first and foremost about God. And then we talk about who am I in relationship to the God of, of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Second, that our study has to involve our head, our heart, and our hands. Mm-hmm. We're not simply just trying to acquire knowledge. We are acquiring knowledge, but that's not the, the sum total of, of what we're doing. We're we're gaining It has to knowledge. go to the
2: it has to go to the heart. It does because, have to go to the heart. Yeah, yeah, and there are a lot of people that actually, as somebody said, miss heaven by eighteen inches. It's only in their head and not in their heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- we have th- to be that careful. Distance that distance needs to be covered.
1: Not the other way too. Yeah, that it's yeah. not just an emotional right yeah. experience. It, you want it to be both your head and your heart. Both are involved in the study. And hands means that there's an application to it. That, right. Yeah. We do something with that truth. So you're you're looking at you know first of all when you
2: open up the word you're you're asking yourself what does this tell me about God Mm -hmm. you know you what 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 am I learning about Him in His Word how is He revealing Himself in this particular instance whether it's that narrative or whether it's um, a direct um, you know commandment what am I learning about God what do I learn about myself what do I learn about people and. How do I learn? What am I learning about relating to him? Because not only am I learning, you know, that's the heart part of it. What am, yeah. And how am I learning about relating to other?
0: There was a, there was a book written several years ago um, called How to Read a Book. <laughs> oh, by Mortimer Adler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he talked about different ways that we approach books. And I think that this, his principle is important here. If you're just beginning with the Bible, you just need to get familiar with what it's saying. So I would say, you know, one of the things that um, beginners should do is is find a good um, Bible reading plan that has sections from the Old Testament, sections from the Psalms and sections from the New Testament and get on that plan. But as Pastor Russ said earlier, don't, don't have these lofty goals as if the most important thing is you stick to your plan. The most important thing is that you just get into the Bible. Like I, I'm on a constant Bible reading plan. Um and it's a one year plan, but it's taking me about three years to get through it because I'm just I'm going slow and I'm I'm enjoying I'm I'm letting the plan be a tool for me. That the, the plan is not my master. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what you're saying earlier, that sometimes people can get discouraged because they get on a plan and then they get off on their days and they're like, Oh, I might as well just give up. That's not how we approach the Bible.
1: And there are, are tools out there that that help with this. One of them is is a new book called Unfolding Grace. And it's specifically designed as a Bible reading plan that gives you an overview of, of the Bible. And so it's not taking you through every chapter and every verse. What it's trying to do is get you the, the, the overarching themes throughout the entire Bible. Um, so it's called Unfolding Grace and so that would be a helpful place to start with regard to, okay, if I'm unfamiliar with the, the overall connectedness of of God's Word, there are many tools like this yeah. that can help you walk through um, the Bible and not maybe get bogged down in some of the... Because the bottom line is, we do believe that the Bible, everybody can understand it, yes but there are clearly parts of the Bible that are easier to understand than others. Than others. Yeah, and right. so... Um, it's better to try to to start there yeah. in the more accessible parts of, of yeah. the Bible. And but the then it, it Bible moves. is meant to
0: be—so there are two disciplines, right? There's biblical theology, and then there's what's called systematic theology. Um, biblical theology takes us through the history of creation, fall, redemption, glory, through the books of the Bible. What, what's the overall story of the Bible? And systematic theology takes the doctrines and groups them. Groups them together. Yeah. What now, does
2: it say about the church? What does it say about God? Right. What does it say about uh, Christ? What is it, you know? So that's systematic, and so you're you, you under systematic, you might have a number of different verses, you know, that right. are not necessarily connected to each other, but connected in theme.
0: Right, and so the the benefit of knowing that is that the Bible is meant to be read as biblical theology, and as systematic theology. And so – Understood systematically. Right. Read biblically. Right, exactly. So <laughs> one of the things that I would say – you mentioned a study Bible earlier, one of you did. Um, I, would, I would pick up the Westminster Confession of Faith. Uh, you can buy it for a dollar on Amazon. You can get a little teeny booklet, and it gives you all the scriptural proofs for it. And if you were to master, like, the first 38 questions – that takes you through creation, fall, redemption, glory, and mm-hmm. read that along with your Bible and look up all the footnotes, and that would help you tremendously well, in understand in, what the interesting Bible
2: says. Uh, that the Westminster Confession is the systematic part of it, yes, and and yet it's bringing you back into the biblical
0: um, the the biblical theology part of it. And I think that's an easy thing that you can bite off because the well. You you can also get the shorter catech. I meant the shorter catechism is the questions one through thirty eight, and then it gives you one little question, one little answer, and then that's that's a bite right there. Well, Mm -hmm. and you know the important thing about that is
2: what you're doing is you're reading your Bible along with the church. How has the church understood this? You know, I mean, there one of the things you don't want to do is when you read your Bible, come up with something new. You know, particularly if you are new. <laughs> you know, I mean, there. You know, you might you might find some applications um, for yourself, but the the point of the matter is the Bible has been understood in a particular way uh, because God's revelation is understood in a particular way. That's right. He, you know, it's not. You know, somebody said it's not a wax nose that can be shaped broader or narrower or any way you want. It has to be read the way it was. God delivered it. You know, very often you, you might even hear your pastor say, you know, some people say this and some people say that. You know, the real goal is to find out what does the Lord say? Mm-hmm. You know, so what is thus says the Lord? Right. It's not, I, other people have opinions on this. So by reading the Westminster Confession or something else, you, you're reading along with the church, yes. how the church has understood that in its broad context.
1: And I would suggest that you start with just a book of the Bible, um, and if you're really new to the study of God's Word, I would start with a, s- a smaller book. And there are books that are easier to begin with than, than other books as far as their flow. But when you would start, what I would suggest is that you just sit down, and over the course of a week or whatever, you just keep reading the book in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Just do it over and over and over again, so you get the overall landscape, and then begin to Break it down into its smaller parts and begin to to look for. I mean, every author reveals things by how they write. If you sit under somebody's teaching for a while, you know their key phrases because they just repeat them. Well, authors are no different, and so you can kind of note well, where are the key words, mm-hmm. um, what are significant words in the passage. Um, begin to try to work through. Well, what is the theme of this particular paragraph or this chapter or this section? um and then begin to just work on um and i would suggest maybe purchasing like these scripture journals that they make now so you can mark up your bibles and circle and and write connections and and begin to break it down for yourself and begin to to say okay what what are the, what are they saying and then move to what you know as you understand first yeah. and then apply and we, and we did forget one crucial element i know both and unless i admit, didn't hear you guys
0: pray <laughs> We we need to pray to the Holy Spirit to ask that we would be given eyes to see. There's several prayers in the Scripture that that show us that we cannot understand the Bible unless the Holy Spirit gives and, us eyes. And the reason for that is spiritual things must be spiritually understood. Yeah, I stole that from you, huh? You were going there next.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I was going there
0: earlier. And oh, okay, then we, and then we, we cut went, you went off in a, <laughs> a direction.
1: That's fine. Yeah. So
0: you've been listening to the Gospel of Life. We're going to continue this short series on how to study, understand your the Scripture. If you missed any of these broadcasts, just go subscribe to The Gospel for Life in your app, and we will see you next time.